Hi, Glenn Broggett with Pioneer 90.1 Radio, and I have a very, very cool thing to talk about with you guys here today. Oh, man, you, you guys, as far as looking for cool things to go check out in the summertime that aren't that far away and aren't going to break your pocketbook, uh, uh, this is one of the coolest things. It's a, a little bit of a drive up north uh, up to our friends uh, to the north of us up there in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And, it, I mean, this one is like, I, I've been waiting to talk with this guy for quite some time. Uh, it's a... Uh, a great exhibit that's going on. It's right now at the Expo Live venue at Portage Place in Winnipeg. It's called Unzipped, and it is a, just a, a dazzling exhibition about the the band that just turned 60, the Rolling Stones. We're talking about great stuff, uh, great visual stuff, uh, just stage gear, all kinds of different exhibits uh, within this big exhibit. Uh, and we're going to talk with the man who helped to uh, get this wonderful un- Rolling Stones Unzipped exhibit to Expo Live uh, at Portage Place. Uh, he is the Senior Vice President of Venues and Entertainment for True North Sports and Entertainment. It's such an honor to have him in, and I have to thank him for uh, bringing this to Winnipeg, Mr. Kevin Donnelly. Hey, how are you? Oh, I am doing good, man, and I have been very, very excited about this uh, unzipped exhibit, uh, this big exhibition that's going on. Ever since I first heard that you guys were uh, bringing it to Winnipeg, I have been excited, and I know there, and I'm not the only one whether it be here in the United States uh, or in Canada about this because this is not just your normal little traveling trunk show. This is for the <laughs> ultimate Rolling Stones fan. This is the mother load, uh, this uh, this, Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, it, it came to us, it, it was overseas in Europe. It stopped for one, one uh, stop in Ontario, Canada. Uh, it moved now to Winnipeg. It travels in nine semi-trailers. So as you said, it's not a little pop-up trunk thing. This thing took us six weeks to install and set up all the memorabilia. It is 300 pieces of the personal instruments, effects, guitars, uh, wardrobe, uh, the, the tour items, um, uh, art from from the Stones' history, like you know, diff- different artists that they work with to make their album jackets. There's a recreation of their studio, a recreation of their apartment that three of them lived in in the early starving musician days. If you are a Stones fan, you're going to lose your mind. If you are a music fan, you're going to you're going to lose your mind. Even a fan, if you're like pop culture and you, you, you kind of like the 70s and, and, and the 60s and, and to get a snapshot of what was going on culturally back then, this is right up your alley. It, it really is fascinating. It's ultimately super cool because it's the Stones, but it really is uh, a tremendous exhibit and it's super rare that we've landed it for Winnipeg because again, it came to us, it went from France to Ontario to Winnipeg and after me, it goes to London, England. Okay, and it's only, two, again, one of two Canadian stops, one of two North American stops uh, for this That's unzipped right. e- exhibit. So this is a major, major coup and feather in your cap. And uh, wh- what was that like? I mean, you guys must have really had the, a, a good partnership with uh, what was going on at the museum in Kitchener to kind of get things off the ground. Because, I mean, something of the magnitude of the Rolling Stones, I mean, it, it, it doesn't just come like 
snap your fingers, these guys are going to bring their exhibit up, especially when you're dealing with all these decades of history and multi-million dollar stuff here. When you talk about the, the actual worth of this, I mean, this is like a small corporation on wheels. Oh, it, it really is. You know, so the, the, uh, the, the exhibit or the exhibition, uh, the museum, sorry, in, in Kitchener was very helpful. I heard that it was coming to there. I found out, you know, this is about 15 months in the making for me. So I found out well in advance that they had secured the rights and it was coming from France over to there. I lobbied them to, to add more time for, for Canada before they, before they made a, a, another plan. So we managed to get another spot uh, committed to us. And then I was looking at opportunities to extend it and even go further. But they said, no, we're going back to Europe. So there was really the, only the opportunity for the two markets to, to get selected. It, it really is, um, you know, cool stuff. But, uh, you know, like, as you said, the it's their 60th anniversary. They couldn't be more timely. There's such great awareness for the Stones right now. It's really exciting to have this in, in our market. It's here. We opened last weekend. It's here through the 31st of July. There are staycation and there are travel packages at any one of the downtown hotels here in Winnipeg where you can save a bit of money and get a great hotel room mm-hmm. and your admission ticket. So it's, it's a great excuse to come up and visit your friends up north uh, here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Oh, absolutely. And I've been telling uh, all of my uh, friends that like uh, rock and roll, uh, big Stones fans, just rock and roll fans in general about this. I'm like, guys, get your butts up to Winnipeg. This is going to be something uh, very, very special. And you know what really makes this extra special, For I have to say, is, you know, in the month of July, it'll be uh, around the July 14th, and to be exact. It'll be 56 years since the Rolling Stones first played in Winnipeg at the arena and Boy, oh boy! I mean, talk about. I mean, that's a that's a pretty big milestone. I mean, fifty six years ago. Think about that, uh, the Stones, and it, it took them. Uh, what it took them till nineteen ninety four to come back. So, well, I would tell you that if anyone presents a ticket stub for that nineteen sixty four show, I'll let them in for free. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, that that would have been a pretty rare experience to be part of the crowd at the old arena, which of course doesn't stand any longer. No. But I was part of the shows. Uh, I was a concert promoter in my earlier career. And so I was uh, backstage at that show in 94 and then again in 99 at the old Winnipeg Stadium. Incredible, incredible performances. People travel from all over to see this band, and those those experiences were no different. We had people up from North Dakota and Ontario and, and, and all points east and west. So uh, this, this, this exhi- exhibition... You really, we hope is the same. We hope that people take advantage of the opportunity to come up and visit their friends here in Canada, see some of the sites, but in particular, take in this unbelievable exhibit. And you know, Kevin, this was kind of funny. You mentioned that uh, the 94 and the 99 show, but the 90, 1994, the Voodoo Lounge Tour show that played at the old stadium, that was actually my very, and my brother, it was my our very first rock and roll concert. In fact, my first two sto- concerts were Rolling Stone shows from that Voodoo Lounge Tour. So when we think about that, we always uh, uh, we always have such fond remembrances of, of, of that time in, uh, at the stadium in 1994 because it was a big big thing i mean again that lapse of time uh, between uh, appearances really just made the the the, uh, the the public hungry for it i mean those tickets flew went pretty fast as far as selling out uh we found our way through a, one of those package deals through a radio station but my god yeah. it was one of those shows if i was gonna i said i figured if i was gonna see my first concert it was gonna be the rolling stones and boy well, talk you, about some memories yeah, man 
you set a pretty high high bar for yourself. That's a hard act to follow, uh, you know, because th- there is only one Mick, there's only one uh, one Keith and one Stones, and, and there's so many pieces that are one of a kind as part of this exhibit. Yeah. There's 42, I think there's 42 different wardrobe elements, some designed by Versace, others are like, you know, the, the, the clothing that, that these guys wore on stage. I think there's 22 or 24 guitars that are part of the display. Keith, Ronnie, uh, Mick's own acoustics, his harmonicas are on display. Bobby Key's saxophone is here. So there's just so much from every different genre to take in and experience, and, and, and you're seeing it firsthand. You're not a mile away. It's not on TV. It's right there in front of you. Oh, you just said Bobby Key's saxophone. That just lights me up, too. I mean, just because that man did so many <laughs> wonderful things uh, with, the, with the Stones. And, you know, yeah, yeah you talk about uh, some of the exhibits and stuff. Now, what about the interactive element? Is there an interactive element to uh, Unzipped as far as uh, checking out things, whether it be music or, or what? Is there something available as far as, like, being interactive with the exhibit? Absolutely. They have the coolest thing. So they have recreated the Olympic Studios from the 70s, and and you get to see how they worked and the closeness and the instruments are there and the different tape machines are are on display. And that's just sort of the setting. But in front of that, there's a console with about 10, 10 sets of headphones and 10 iPads. You can actually pick Rolling Stones songs. And you can remix them. You can bring mixed vocals up. You can bring the drums down. You can play with the overall mix, and you can you can recreate that song right there in front of you. So I say that if you take an hour to go through the exhibit, you're missing at least half of it. Yep. This takes a couple hours to get through everything. To really take a moment, slow down, listen to this music, you know, read some of the handwritten liner notes or handwritten lyric sheets to see all the different instruments. You know, you really got to slow down your brain, slow down the pace, Mm -hmm. and really just get lost in in the collection that's here on display. Yeah, Kevin, that is so true, because I went to a variation of uh, the Unzipped exhibit that was uh, going on tour, was was traveling through the United States at various spots in 2017 called Exhibitionism, and I I saw it at Navy Pier, it was in Chicago on the 4th of July. I was in there for a good amount of time, but I just didn't feel like I got all the time I wanted to, and I was always kicking myself for like not spending enough time, but we had time constraints that day and whatever, you know, life happens. But mm-hmm. now when this came up, this was like, I, I saw some of the stuff that was going to be there. I'm like, this, this is going to be kind of like uh, almost a second lap for me because I really want to just sit and savor the stuff even more than I did the first time. There's a couple pieces that, that are video that you can watch. And, you know, th- those things, um, whether they're montages of their career or, or, different components. There's, there's one visit or one video that's, that really is sort of a start to finish of the band's career. And it takes about six minutes. And there's another mm-hmm. piece of the Rolling Stones, their, their, their connection to movie, the, the, the films they've released and the films they've been part of. The finale is an 18-minute um, video that's taken from their only performance in Havana, Cuba. So when you add in these video things to watch them start to finish, you know, that's already, you're talking almost 40 minutes of your time. So you need to have at least another hour to go at your own pace to, to experience what's, what's here. But the video pieces, including this finale, it's presented five screens in front of you, Dolby surround sound. It, you know, the visuals are incredible. The acoustics are like you've never heard before. You just, we invite you to sit down. There's road cases that are set up for you to just sit there, 
watch all 18 minutes of this show from Cuba because it is fantastic. Oh, my. This is going to be a wonderful thing to take. <laughs> oh, unzipped. Oh, it's at uh, Expo Live at Portage Place in Winnipeg. I know my hotel is within walking distance. I've got all my plans made because I know I'm going to spend a lot more time uh, checking out the wonderful exhibits of the greatest rock and roll band of all time. And one more thing I want to talk about uh, before we uh, get to uh, more information for those who uh, might be curious. Since the time I saw the exhibitionism uh, exhibit at Navy Pier in 2017, uh, five years have passed, and of course last year we lost Charlie Watts. Uh, how much more of an emphasis uh, will be on uh, some of the stuff that Charlie had uh, uh, in the collection? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. You know, when you when you get into the exhibit, you you, you you again you get orientated into a bit of a video. There's a meet the band segment, the first gallery they've titled "Meet the Band," um, and within that station in the middle of the in the middle of the gallery uh, on a platform by itself is Charlie's drum kit that he used from 1965 to 68. And for me, every time I walk in the building. I just stop in my tracks. It becomes such an emotional touch point that that the first thing you bump into, the first physical display, yeah. is Charlie's drum kit, and it's there by itself. The throne is empty, and you get to you look at it, and you are instantly reminded that he's he's no longer with us. That he was such a cool character, he was such a lovable personality in that band. That I, again, every time I walk in the room, I, I'm I'm just sort of hit emotionally by the presence of the drum kit and the fact that Charlie's no longer with us. And I've talked to other people and they say the same thing. They just walk in and it's like, oh, shed a tear, Charlie's mm -hmm. drum kit right here at the start. And then you kind of walk and peruse away down uh, through the, a lot of the exhibits and you get to kind of put a smile on your face when you realize the ridiculousness of Mick Jagger's fashion sense in the 70s and 80s. That always puts a <laughs> smile on one's face. Yeah, only he can pull it off. And man, he certainly did. And, and, and you know, he's such a... A slight man. I mean, people marvel at the, the size of his wardrobe. I mean, like he's a he's a teeny tiny guy with a whole lot of energy. And that is an understatement. I mean, Mick is going to be uh, what here in just a couple of years. He'll be turned. Yeah, he'll be eighty in what, next year. He's a marvel. I mean, he's one of these yeah. guys that uh, scientists are going to have to study. You know, they joke about Keith being studied for science because Keith is Keith. Yeah. But I think the the yeah. Glimmer Twins, uh, I think they got to check it out. Uh, if we can build a, a superior race of Glimmer Twins, I don't know if that'd be good. But hey, come on. You got to just kind of investigate yeah. what the, how, I mean, they just have a metabolism, super lust for life that uh, it's unrivaled. And, and as you said, it's a lust for life. They, they are examples of how to live how to enjoy, how to share that joy. The music, of course, lives on forever. They're sounding better than ever, and there's so much music within this exhibit. You just kind of get immersed. You hear Sympathy for the Devil in the wardrobe thing. You're hearing different song bits uh, in all the videos. The Cuba, uh, the finale, has the music just cranking. Huh. It's, uh, it's really fun. Absolutely. Now, where can uh, the listeners uh, uh, check out and maybe inquire within uh, a little more in regards to tickets, maybe setting up a, a stay uh, up, up in uh, Winnipeg uh, to check out this exhibit while it's in, in the city? Well, our, 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 our website for tickets is unzippedwpg.ca. And I would tell you that all our all the downtown hotels are participating with us, and they've got stay and play packages where where you can buy your uh, you get book your hotel and get a discount on the admission tickets at the same time. So if you're staying at the Alt, the Fairmont, the Holiday, and the Radisson, the Delta, any of the downtown hotels here in Winnipeg, they've all got an opportunity to book 
book your admission ticket while you're booking your hotel room and you'll save a few bucks while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's such a lovely little place to hang out and bebop down around that part of the city. I, we go there quite often. Uh, yes, make make the most of your summer. Go see some wonderful history. This is like the coolest uh, museum you could ever get to, man, if you dig the rock and roll, man. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so, so much, uh, Kevin uh, Donnelly. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to checking it out, and I hope our listeners can check that out as well. And first of all, if I don't get to see you when I'm up there uh, in July, thank you guys uh, so much for bringing something of this magnitude to Winnipeg. Uh, it's, it's our pleasure. Uh, we do hope to see our friends from south of the border come up and, 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 and share some of their time with us. Uh, it's a rare occasion to have the stones in your town. It's a rare occasion to have... They're clothes in your town, so we've got the clothes and the instruments, but uh, still definitely worth the trip. Well, 